This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He spells it with one N and with one Y, and they are where you think. Ryan Nelson. <laughs> I was Justin. waiting on that. I was so happy we oh, covered it. <laughs> oh, so funny. God bless you, Madison. Uh, <laughs> it's a new year, but not a new me. And we got to talk about Todd because that guy sucks. He sucks. Yes, he does. So we will definitely talk about him and quite a bit more as we are discussing the first season, the entire first season of She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but if you've listened to the podcast and we started it last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed it as we talk about our Patreon pick, She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. If you are new or regular and would like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. Go to Patreon dot com slash the main attraction podcast and you can get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll shout you out here on the show and we are now doing this with every single tier and every single show we, we record since we have ads on our shows now if you want to listen to the show ad free just go to patreon become a supporter at any level three five ten or twenty dollars and you will get the show completely ad free on patreon if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating if you have time. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to interact with the show some more uh, by either sending us any comments or questions you might have, send us an email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. And real quick, since we are, this is our patron pick. for Technically, it's for December, even though we're covering it in January. Uh, patrons, if you're listening, go ahead and go on to Patreon. A couple of you already have. We appreciate you are voting. Uh, our, Patreon pick, our Patreon pick for when we record in like three weeks from now uh, is going to be uh, between the menu on HBO Max and between The Woman King. Not currently streaming anywhere, but you can rent it for a few bucks at multiple places. So if you if you are one of our patrons, go give us a vote. If you're not a patron and you want to have a say-so on that, then go over and sign up and you can have a say in what we cover towards the end of the month. Now, we are covering, like I said, as our patron pick, we're going back and covering She-Hulk. Uh, the, uh, it's the most recent Disney Plus Marvel television show. The next one coming out will be Secret Invasion. But this is obviously, this wrapped up, I think, in mid-October, if I'm not, mid-late October, right. some, somewhere around yeah. there. Uh, I watched it week to week. That was coming out. You binged it uh, probably what, a week or so ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, general thoughts on She-Hulk. So I didn't watch this because I made the mistake of seeing the complaints about it. And I was thinking, ah, man, I'm tired of seeing this stuff. I'll just, I'll wait till we watch it for the show. And I made a mistake. I should have watched this. I love the show. This is one of my favorite things I've watched on Marvel. Probably the, maybe the best thing we've watched this year, right? Is it of, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, uh, much better than Moon Knight and, um, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I will say this: I don't. I agree with you, but I don't agree with you that you should have been watching it when it was coming out because I said a couple of times when we did recommendations oh. that this show would have been much better as a binge. It's the way that yeah. Disney should have released it. Uh, and I'll be honest: when I went back and rewatched it, I binged it in one day, thirty minutes a yes. piece, basically. It, it was an easy to watch. It was easy yeah. to watch. They should have done that. They should not. They have, should have. 
Yeah. And the fact that they were going up against, they actually, I mean, they started like a week or two before House of the Dragon came out. Right. But they were still going up against House of the Dragon. They were still going up against uh, Rings of Power. So you got those two high power shows going at at one time. Plus, they've also got Andor going on that they released about a month later uh, that they were kind of clashing up against. It was released at a horrible, horrible time. Horrible time. Yeah. This was a fun binge. I'm with you. Because like every episode, I was like, "Oh man, this is fun! I'll, I'll keep watching." Yeah, you're right. You don't have to do week to week, especially on a comedy or something like man. this, where it it just flows together perfectly. I I could definitely see, and and they just do just straight week to week, no one right. like three episodes. Oh yeah, that that wouldn't be good. But I was gonna say. I saw some of the complaints, and I guess I had heard some of it, like on the Midnight Boys and mm-hmm. stuff too. And let me just say, one, you fools! <laughs> These writers knew what you were going to complain about. Yes, they did. They did it. Knew. Mm-hmm. You dumb, toxic people! They knew what you were going to complain about. They did. I cannot believe the twerking was a big deal to some. Yeah, it was a part that, of the post-credit scene. <laughs> I know. I cannot believe that was a big deal. Yes, the CG was not good, but it's none of the CG is not good in Marvel and with the Hulk, it never has been. Well, the Hulk has gotten better, and he's much better than he used to be. But one of the things that I think is very true that I heard other people talk about with this is the Hulk looks better than She-Hulk, and she's the star of the show. Part of so, that is they've got ten years worth of experience drawing and doing yeah. the Hulk animation, so they they kind of know the best way to do it. Whereas this is the first time they've done She-Hulk, and one of the, another thing that they have is a that helps them out with Hulk, and I read about this. Mark Ruffalo's face, because of the way his facial contour is, or something like that, when they map him and do all this type of stuff for the for, for the CG for the CG part of it, to when he does transform into the Hulk, because of the way his bone structure or something in his face, it allows them to actually recreate his face onto the Hulk because the Hulk looks like Mark Ruffalo. I mean, that's I mean, yeah. that's what he looks like. She Hulk. That's not the case. She doesn't look like Tatiana Maslany, and it's because right. the, her it has something to do with the way that her facial structure is or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I'm not a CG artist, yeah. but right. that's my understanding. That's that's one issue is you've got one who actually looks like the actor playing them, and the other one doesn't. And the other is this is the first time they've done it. And they don't. They yeah. They need to. They need to figure it out. And look. Uh, our friend Robert Hadaway, he, he hated the the CG, and I don't blame him. But you know, he asked us uh, when I was watching it, uh, going along with it. He's like, "Is the CG distracting to you?" I was like, "You know what? I had, I had just come off of Paper Girls, which had some of the worst CG I had ever seen. Right. So yeah. I was like, you know what? It's not bothering me that bad because I've seen a lot worse with it than than yeah, what I'm seeing I, with this." Yeah, I guess I've gotten used to it as well. I, that that didn't bother me either. But one of the points I was going to make, I really enjoyed this. This, like I said, was one of my favorites. And this is another reminder that just because you read that some people don't like stuff, that doesn't mean you're not going to like <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't mean yeah, you're not going to like it. And that goes to, for uh, our ratings. If we don't like something, that doesn't mean you're not going to like it. Right. Or if so, you do yeah, like something, doesn't mean that you will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, uh you know, you just, you just never know. And especially if you're not like a comic book, a Marvel aficionado, like I'm not. Like, right. th- that may be why I like this stuff more. But, like, uh, I-, I thought this was so much fun. Uh, Tatiana Maslany was just incredible. Yeah, she's really good. She was so, so good. The only thing that was driving me nuts 
was where we acted like she Jen Walters wasn't attractive. Oh yeah, no, that was, was, I was, I was like, like seriously. Come yeah. on, come on. <laughs> if you don't think that people w- w- that Tatiana Maslany has a hard time, if you think she has a hard time finding a date, I find that really uh, hard to believe. Yeah. So that was the only thing that was kind of getting on my nerves after a while. I was like, come on, yeah, let, let's stop with that. Let, let's like, let's let's be real here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, but I, I thought I thought it was so good, and we'll talk about the finale. But her talking into the camera was hilarious. I love where she admits something we all do. Wong is probably the best character in the MCU. <laughs> She's like, yes, Wong's here. We know you love him. We get Twitter on her for a week. That was that was yeah, great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but like, uh, I just thought it was great, great. And I thought, like, just they did a good job of showing some serious stuff about, like, the stuff women have to deal with mm-hmm. that men don't. And doing it in a comedy show like this and doing it in a way that makes you realize, oh, yeah, women have it much worse. Yeah. A woman acting, you know, crazy is always going to look much worse than a man does, you know, in in a public setting. So I thought they did a really good job of taking some serious stuff like that. And just the comedy stuff was hilarious. I thought the other uh, Ginger Gonzaga as uh, Nikki was hilarious. Josh Zagara as Pug. Uh, the guy we saw from uh, the flight attendant Griffin Matthews is Luke. He yeah. was really good. Uh, you mentioned Madison with the Y's not where you think it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just just <laughs> hilarious. Man. It was really good. Oh, it was good to see. Uh, uh, he's not cousin Balky, but Mark Lynn Baker from Perfect Strangers. I can't remember what he he was. Oh, cousin yeah. Balky's cousin. I don't remember. I can't remember. Right. But it was good to see him. He was great as the dad. I, I, everyone wishes their dad was that forgiving. It's like, ah, who doesn't get arrested right. and lose their job? We love you. Yeah, and also, uh, good to see him back. Uh, it was really interesting to see Tim Roth uh, as the abomination yes, in this, just yes. because he normally plays such dramatic roles and to see him kind of do this in a comedic role was yeah. just really, really funny and really entertaining. Uh, like I said, it was just a different side of him to see him in a comedic role. I thought it was just really, really good. I enjoyed his character a lot. And he, and he did, appeared in too. at least three or four episodes. So I thought, yeah, that I think really he good. was in four episodes and you just didn't know what was going to happen with him. Right. You didn't, you know, that, that, that like he was all over. Cause you're like, is he going to end up being the bad guy? I right, mean, you're you like, really mm-hmm. yeah, he was, he was really good. And like you said, uh, this is a good thing that these Marvel TV shows, they can take these bad guys that were in one epi- one movie right. and bring them back and make them a bigger part because I think he's supposed to be in um, one of the, the next TV shows. That's why Wong t- saved yeah. him. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's supposed to be. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one he's supposed to be in, but you're right. I think he's supposed yeah. to be another one. So, uh, look, I, like I said, I do love a lot of uh, what they're doing in this. I, my personal opinion, I thought the first episode and the last episode were the best, and they had some very ones in, in the middle. You didn't really like the, the finale, I, though. I didn't the first time I watched it. Okay. But then I loved it the second time. Oh, good. Okay, so here's why I didn't like it. Well, well also, I love the Magician episode. Uh, I thought it was one of the best ones. Yeah, that that was was where Madison. That was Madison. Yes, that was one of my favorites. And I love the guy who plays Donnie Blaze, uh, Riz Corio. If you ever watched uh, Entourage, everyone knows him as the crazy director, Billy Walsh. That guy always plays a good, crazy person. So, okay, so here was my issue with the with the finale when I first time I watched it because I didn't exactly know what they were doing. I actually really liked the show. 
Mm-hmm. And I thought they were blowing it up to just say, yeah, this was a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. Oh, that no, no, was no. my first yeah. thinking when I was watching it. Yeah. Because I was like, no, I actually like this. I'd like for this show to go on. Right. But when I when I was talking to you and then I watched it again and I really saw what they were trying to do, the comedy aspect of, hey, we need to get Marvel under control. <laughs> yes. They're doing some really dumb stuff. And the Kevin as a robot. Kevin as a robot, as like this animatronic, like just a algorithmic robot yeah. who just turns where, stuff where, out. Wearing Kevin Feige's famous hat, by the way. Yes, but speaking of which, I mean – Okay, so let's talk about the finale just a little bit because yeah. the finale. I have I have said if you follow me on Twitter, if you know me I, and have talked to me, I've told people I said the finale is just phenomenal. It's one of my favorite finales that they've done on Marvel. And the part of it, like I was kind of with Tatiana Maslany when everything is kind of going bonkers and going out of control. Yeah. I'm like, this is dumb. All right, this is dumb. Right. What are we doing here? And then she does the, the ultimate fourth wall break where she actually breaks out of her own show and goes to the Marvel Avengers inside Avengers. I can't remember what the name of that show is, but and it actually goes to that on the Disney Plus screen. I was like, okay, I'm all in on this now. Uh, but she goes and she's they're talking about Kevin. They're like putting him like they're like revering him. Yeah. Like you, we will do anything yeah. for Kevin. I would kill for Kevin. Uh, yeah. But when she gets there, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're actually Kevin Feige on screen. Are we really going to do this? And it's a it's an animatronic robot, like I said, who just like spits this stuff at like an algorithm yeah. about what would work and what wouldn't. I was just genuinely shocked that Kevin Feige signed off on this. That I, I was shocked too. And in fact, she goes to the writer's room of this mm-hmm. actual show making fun of them. Right. And then like you like you saying, admitting the issues with Marvel. Like they talk about the the the, the video effects people being out of work. Right. Exactly. Uh, being worked so hard that they need that they need to get off her being a She-Hulk because they're needed right away. Right, they're needed on the, hear, the Wakanda drums. You hear the, yeah, the Wakanda drums playing in the background. Like, that was hilarious. Her going off on, like, do we have to have all these daddy issues? Plots, it's, <laughs> it's over. I mean, it was just, I mean, just hilarious. And uh, I love where, uh, and we got to talk about Daredevil, too, where she talks yes. about, you know, and sometimes I smash Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> smash fourth walls, and sometimes occasionally uh, Matt Murdock. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was hilarious. But like, just going on and on, and then like, uh, I I just thought that was really funny. I didn't get it the first time because, like I said, I thought I was enjoying the show. I'm actually hoping we get a season two. I think this is a good cast, right? That they have, and in fact. Uh, I was shot. Uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry uh, had such a small role because you know she's a big right. like Broadway star. Yeah, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Like I thought when she was enlisted, the cast was like, "Oh, she's kind of a big part," and she didn't. Uh, I was kind of surprised, but maybe they have other they may have uh, other ideas for yeah. her. Yeah, but I was just like shocked by that. But yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, and then they ended it with like a, a sitcom ending where the yeah, family's, family's all together like, having a joke. They're harassing the boyfriend. Would you know the one thing that Kevin Feige would not sign off on on the finale? The one thing that he would not sign off on when they discussed doing the robot and making Kevin as a robot, he was all on board and they were actually going to put an actual hat on him. 
And yeah. he would not. He said, "That's dumb. We, why would we put a hat on a robot?" <laughs> oh, so they so they painted it like. Him. Yeah, so they basically like gave him like a metal cap that would yeah, yeah, go yeah, into yeah. like how uh, how they, do you not understand this, Kevin? <laughs> And everyone knows that's your cat. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, I thought it would have been too, but he he, oh, he thought oh, it was dumb, so he wouldn't sign off. Her on it. signing the famous Marvel MDA was very funny as well. Yeah, because everyone talks about these Marvel NDAs. Anytime right. you read a script, anytime you do something that it's like very long. Also, the old school Hulk opening was that was awesome fantastic. in the yeah. finale. Yeah, that was fantastic. You're calling back to that uh, with uh, you won't like it when I'm when I'm angry. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno and I can't yeah. remember the guy who played the actual Bill Bixby. Okay, Bill Bixby. Thank you. Uh, that was just really that was a great callback to, to go back to that yeah. show, which I think it was on CBS back in the eighties. So yeah, mistaken. that sounds right. Uh, individual episode wise, I mean, because the first and the last episode are kind of. Yeah. They're kind of different. The first episode, look, her and Mark Ruffalo together. Uh, they were great. They were fantastic. I thought that they were just phenomenal, the two of them together. And originally, this was supposed to come like in episode seven or eight. And they decided. That would have been a mistake. Yeah, I don't Kevin know how that Feige would have was right on that one. This this was the right order. Yeah, it was definitely the right order. But I thought what they did in, in the opening to kind of establish who She Hulk was and how, what she actually was going up against and what she, you know, just her, what her experience is a hulk was going to be i thought it was just fantastic uh i thought it was you know they set up kind of this thing with the sakaran ship that comes down and causes the wreck to begin with uh which they eventually pay off at the end and we'll talk about that in a second but um like I said, I thought that was just really, really interesting. I thought they did a really good job with the two of them just like bantering with each other. And they Mark, were really good. And Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner just getting constantly frustrated because like 10 years of his research as the Hulk is like completely out the window. And yeah, yeah. Just fantastic. But the individual episodes were really good. And Ben Lindbergh was di- basically when this was going on, all the other Ringerverse people were having to cover other shows. So Ben Lindbergh was doing a show and he apparently has a lot, a lot of lawyer friends and and he was actually asking them about the legal aspect of the show. And apparently the legal aspects of it holds up pretty well. So like all the decisions oh, cool. that are being made, they're actually probably, that's how they probably would have played out in an actual court of law, according to what all these uh, lawyers were telling uh, Ben Lindbergh. Okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. So, yeah. Uh, but individual episode wise, like I said, some were better than others. Uh, yeah. I didn't really like the mar- the wedding one. Yeah. The wedding one was not my favorite. I wasn't real big. I mean, she yeah. even says at the beginning, like, one of the problems I had with the wedding one was the previous week they teased the Daredevil helmet, so I'm ready for Daredevil, right. and then they go into the wedding, and it takes like two more episodes for him to get there. So that's I think that was kind of a mistake on their part. Uh, I agree on that. But my favorite individual outside the finale in the beginning was obviously the Magician episode with Madison. Madison, yeah. when I saw her and everything that she was doing with Wong, she gave us yes. Wongers. Wongers. <laughs> I was just on top of the moon watching that episode. Oh, it was and fantastic. She kept spoiling the Sopranos. <laughs> she kept spoiling the Sopranos, yes. Oh, it was just absolutely oh, fantastic. Let me find the actor she played who played uh uh, Guggenheim. Patty Guggenheim, yeah, as Madison. Look, she's she very, was, she's she a very attractive great. woman, but and, yeah, yeah. and she is attractive in the show, but she's kind of trashed up because that's kind of what they're going right, for. Right, right, right. But she was just so fantastic. Oh, she I loved it. She was great. Her, her and Wog were so good. I don't know how the writers thought of putting those two together. But it was uh, it was phenomenal. It was great. It was really great. Yeah, that was a great episode. That was, yeah, besides that and the Daredevil episode, uh, that was probably my favorite one. And also, what was the one with uh, 
Immortal. That one was really funny too. Uh, I think that was the next one. Uh, no, it was the next one. Which one? Oh, it was I think it was. One. It may have been the third one. That, I mean, the Immortal one was really funny one. Yeah, I can't remember which one that one was, but it was it was around there. So, uh, but yeah, as soon as like Madison came on, I was like, and she gave us the two ends and one lava not where you think. I, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. I'm if we ever cover this, I know how I'm introducing Ryan onto the show. Oh, oh that was so funny. Uh, but yeah, the mortal one was good. Uh, episode the two the episode eight that had that brought Daredevil to our lives again. Thankfully, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That was an off, uh, fantastic episode as well. Uh, I yeah. love. Uh, I really like Jamil Jamila Jamil as Tatiana. I thought she was great. Yeah, too. Titania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she she's really good. Like I said, the only thing I don't like about the character is like they 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 just kind of seem to throw her in at times. I will say that yeah. the only thing I, the only yeah. issue I had with it is just they she seemed to kind of show up out of nowhere for whatever reason. Um, but Jamila Jamila is just fantastic. If you haven't oh, seen the, if great. you've seen the Good Place, you obviously yeah. know her from that. Uh, yes. That's where she got her breakout. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the character. I don't know if that's going to be a constant part of them. I was going to say, is that a comic book? Yeah, character? it is. And that's like she helps okay. main nemesis in the comic books is Titania. Oh, uh, Titania. Mm. oh really? Is Okay. The retreat was very funny too. I really like Nick Gomez as the wrecker. He, yeah, that he was showed up several times. He was great. And apparently the guy who played the vampire and that they think that might actually be like Blade's son. Uh, so Really? Yeah. So like I said, that was one of the theories going around when the show was actually airing that this might actually be Blade's son. So who knows? And we know these theories have never been wrong. Uh, exactly. They're <laughs> always right. Al <laughs> Pacino. <laughs> uh but yeah theories are always 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 right uh but yeah like i said you know we get charlie cox back actually in the daredevil suit i'm not a huge fan of the suit right now to be perfectly honest with all that yellow in it uh but you know what i love charlie cox playing this role he is just fantastic in it and um you know him doing the walk of shame with his oh that that may be the funniest thing why are you carrying your boots around i just never i never didn't understand that and I, I, it was a different Daredevil than we had seen. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, I, I, after looking at that actor that played the vampire, he kind of looks like Marshall Ali. Yeah, I, yeah, can yeah see, I can see where that rumor started. Uh, but yeah, it was a different Daredevil, and Charlie Cox is so good as He's Matt Murdock. I'm so glad we got him back, and I'm hoping that we will get Jen Walters in his story as well. Yeah, I'll at hope some maybe she'll come in and out. Yeah, I think I think she might. So, as much as this show is kind of like an offshoot, it's just kind of like its own separate thing. Yeah. They do some MCU development stuff in this. I mean, obviously they're bringing yeah. Daredevil back into it. Uh, this is how they re. Uh, we saw Daredevil and Spider Man, but we didn't see Daredevil. We saw we saw Matt right. Murdock. We didn't actually see Daredevil. So we actually see Daredevil in this. And I love the way he shows up at the very end, of, like ready to fight, and the fight's over, and they don't actually do yeah. it. Um, but I thought that was great. Uh, we haven't really talked about... We talked a little bit about this, but you, you were correct in that the writers of this show, show knew what people were going to say. They were going to criticize yes. it for not being serious. They were going to criticize it for having a woman as the lead, as a comedy show, and they were completely on point with it. And basically, yes. they make an incel who is played by James... Uh, John Bass as Todd. Uh, just He was... He I'm, was so good. I mean, he's like a perfect incel in this thing. I mean, right, right. They knew that they, they were knew, yeah. about the twerking mm-hmm. because they used that as her way to get in right. to the incel. 
They yeah. knew that they were going to complain about it. Yeah, it's like I said, it's just they were completely aware of it, and it's like, yeah, I don't know if that, like, if that made people like shut up about it, but I, it would have made me like feel a little self conscious about it if I were complaining for those very reasons. I will so. be honest, if I, if I was like that, I would like God, I'm an idiot. Yeah, but maybe not. I don't know. If maybe these other people yeah. are not like that. So. Uh, but I will say this, like I said, the MCU connectivity of this all. Uh, we talked about Daredevil being reintroduced. Hulk, son. Hulk, son, Scar. I don't know where they're going with this because the immediate thing that people are saying is, oh, we're going with World War Hulk at this point. But the problem is, if they're going to do a Hulk-centered movie, that's done by Universal. It's not done by Marvel. That's one of the reasons why we uh, haven't had another Hulk-centered movie. Look, I would love to get a World War Hulk. It, that's one of the more interesting storylines uh that has that is out there in the marvel comics so i would love a world war hulk movie i would love mark ruffalo being the star of one of these in, uh, marvel movies i think it'd be yeah. fantastic but i don't know how they can make it work to be perfectly honest with you what do you think of his son scar <laughs> curiosity it was an interesting look i, I don't he think looked, I, I need to see the mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't look like i don't know that if they if they continue to use scar in this i don't know if that's the look they give him i think they were kind of going for comedic purposes at least i hope that's what yeah, they were going for because yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked like just a an uninterested bored teen son at that point yeah. so that doesn't look at anything like mark ruffalo that doesn't look a thing like mark ruffalo so uh like i said i'm hoping they change his look up if they end up using him more so what we'll to wait and see on that so but like it's just a fun show i thought it was a a much needed show i mean we've had so many ultra serious shows with uh ultra serious i mean this is coming right before the most serious marvel project which was wakanda forever uh so i mean it was it was good to have that kind of and after like moon knight that was kind of serious as well yeah i know so it's it was much needed look They've got to find a balance, obviously, in the Marvel world. What's they got to treat the characters correctly. They got to figure out how, and they got to continue to figure out what they're doing with all these characters now that Phase Four is over. Right. I think they'll. I think they will. I think once we get to Ant Man uh, and the Wasp Quantumania, that's some more established characters. They kind of know those characters a little bit, so I think right. they're going to find their footing. And they got. They've got following that. They've got James Gunn and the Guardians of the Galaxy, a guy who truly knows his characters that he's dealing with. So I think they'll. I think that one's going. I think there's some really good stuff coming from Marvel. I think Secret Invasion, which is the next show, could just be fantastic. I can't wait to see Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and all these things. So yeah. So what do you think they do with Jen Walters and She-Hulk moving forward? Do we get a season two? I think they they'll do one. Her? Yeah, I think they'll well, do. I one. would hope so. they really set up a season two, and this is a strong cast. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's a good, strong cast. I mean, they can bring these people back, and they could do. Look, she may eventually make cameos in the movies. I don't think she's ever going yeah. to be a movie property. I don't. I don't see that ever happening. But uh, I could see them doing a few seasons of this show. I mean, it's just very. I mean, and it can just kind of add to the MCU. You don't have right. to because it adds an, an, an a humorous element to to Wong's story that we don't really get yes. all the time. Yes. Uh, yeah. Same thing with you know Daredevil. I mean, they can add just they can add humorous points. They can just take these characters, pull them out for an episode or two, and just give them a different look than what they've had in the regular MCU. So, like I said, that's one that's what this show could really do, and I think that's where it would right. find its well. To to me, this is like Hawkeye. That was just a lot of fun. Yeah, too. It was. Like, I love Hawkeye, and, and, and they need these shows. They yeah, need just. They need you to be able to relax and just enjoy yourself and not have to worry about all what's all going on in the background. Yeah, I know. I think that's where the show really, really thrives. I think it's what it yeah. will eventually become. So, All right. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we do our season awards? 
Um, I just want to mention again, like how they nailed. Like, I love how sh- she knew that when 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 Bruce was like, "Do you know how to suppress anger?" She's like, "Of course I do. I'm a woman." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like uh, anger is like the baseline for every woman yeah, every, every yeah. single day. And yeah. uh, I also had a feeling that Captain America. Uh, you know, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just fantastic. Uh, oh, and I, uh, one last thing I noticed when I watched several episodes, the, they were they were putting out where they were going with the finale because about twenty times she mentions this is my show. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is, so she said that about twenty times to make sure that you realize that. And I was like, the signs were there. Yeah, the signs were always there. They were one hundred percent there. So, all right, let's go ahead and do some awards then. All right, so whenever we cover a season of a television show, we give out six awards that are all based on the six characters of Friends, and we start with the Rachel, the star of the show, and I think we both know where we're going with this. Yeah. So where are you going with your Rachel? Tatiana Maslany. She was just fantastic. Phenomenal. Yes. She's you just, could not have picked a better person for this. Yeah, she's just really, really good in this role. She's believable as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. She's believable as a, uh, as a Hulk that yeah. is having to kind of keep things together. I, she's just great in the show. She's just absolutely fantastic. And really funny. Yeah, she is. She's she's and a person not known for comedy. Yeah, well, she wasn't. Wasn't she in Orange and the New Black? Isn't that what she was? No, in? she's in uh, Orphan Black. Orphan that Black. A, okay, that yeah. was an that's action different. show. Yeah, that's yes. very different. Totally different. All right. Uh, next is the Joey, the person that you just a character that you just love. Who is your Joey? So I went with Coz here, and I went with the people that we love from other shows, and I went with Benedict Wong, Tim <laughs> Roth, and Charlie Cox. Yeah, look, I tried to keep as much of this to like the actual cast as I could. So I, went, I should have. I went with uh, there's some where I'm not. I'll just be honest with you. Uh, but I went with Ginger Gonzaga as Nikki Ramos. I thought she was just a fun I character. I have her somewhere else. She was really good. Yeah, she's she really, really good. In this. Really good. Uh, next is the Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. There are some candidates for this, so who'd you go with? I, I went with Ginger Gonzalez as Nikki. I, I thought she was just really good. You need a you need a character like this in a show like this, and she delivered every time she was on screen. She was only in one episode, but I went with Patty Guggenheim as Madison <laughs> <laughs> because I laughed so much when she was on screen. She was good. Yeah, she was fantastic. I just absolutely loved her. So uh, next is the Phoebe, the oddball of the bunch. There's a lot of characters you can go with on this. One. yeah i still went with renee goldsberry because i'm not sure what she was doing in this yeah no. uh, she should have been used more that was the, my reasoning because she's such a great actress that i i, I felt like she was kind of wasted uh, i'm with tim roth as the abomination as like a really bad spiritual guru uh he was hilarious. that was hilarious yeah, yeah. he was he yeah, was cause, you could never. Was he in on the joke? Was he being serious? That's is. It's a perfect person for this because you. I still don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, who knows? But he's not. He's back at Carmitage now. So who knows where they're gonna go with it? So, uh, next is the Monica a character who's just important to the storyline. Who'd you go with? I went with uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, that's Bruce Banner. I yeah. think that's a good place to go. I think that's a good a good place to go as well. I also put Jamila Jamil here. Yeah, uh, I thought she was. I thought her reoccurring a few times. I thought was important to the story. She was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last but not least, the Ross, who is your least favorite character of the episode of the show season? It's got to be John Bass's Todd. Yeah, and all of his fellow incels. <laughs> that guy sucks. Yes, he does. He one hundred percent does. So, uh, yeah. what was their name? Uh, 
uh, oh i knew i knew uh, i can't remember now but uh, uh, okay. it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't suck. all right uh so we also do a rating system here on the main attraction podcast the top of our list is game of thrones just beneath game of thrones is a lost middle of the road for us is a friends beneath the friends is a full house at the bottom of the barrel is a uh, baywatch so where are you rating she hulk attorney at law dude i'm I'm struggling on because I almost want to give this a Game of Thrones. Do you? Yeah. I'm going with Lost. I, it's, it's yeah, I think I am too. But some of these, I, I guess, because it was so out of the ordinary and out of nowhere, right. being good. I was expecting not to like this. I think that's why I was. I think I'm gonna go with Lost, but I think that's why I was thinking Game of Thrones. I think part of the issue, some of the episodes, like the wedding and stuff, weren't as strong. Yeah, and that's why I'm going with thing. Lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there because there are a few episodes that were just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm I don't really care about this one that much. But yeah, that's the reason why I'm going with Lost. Yeah. But most of them are really really good. I mean, they I are. was they, I, I found myself really really excited about this show every time it came out on a thursday i was like okay i can't wait to watch another episode yeah. of g-hulk and i really enjoyed it uh like i said i do believe it would have been better as a binge i 100 percent believe that yeah. uh but when i was watching it week to week i still found it highly enjoyable and I, it was you know great what it's binge too and i rewatched it yeah and you know what else i was gonna say about the show so when we covered moon Knight and uh it was miss marvel wasn't it the yeah miss marvel mm-hmm. both of those we were like yeah I, I could watch this again. You know, we, if I was hired about Miss Marvel. I love Miss Marvel. Yeah. You, you no, I less, like Miss Marvel. Yeah. No, but I liked it. But I was like, yeah, I wanted to see the more right. of the character, and I love the family. Right. But like, but this, I definitely want to see. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the three this year, this is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was just like I, I just was surprised how much I enjoyed this. Yeah, no. And, but, and this, like, like I mentioned earlier, man, don't listen to the noise. Watch it yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that because, like I said, I wasn't expecting to enjoy this as much as I did yeah. uh, when I was kind of ranking my how I felt about all the Marvel shows so far. I've, honestly, I'm probably putting Loki at the top. Then I'm probably putting yeah. uh, WandaVision, then Hawkeye, then this, and this is probably number four. I, w- I would, I would think same thing yeah i'm with you i want another season miss marvel i forgot how much i loved her family but like uh yeah i mean this is towards the top yeah mm-hmm. it, it was it's a fun show it's an absolutely fun show yeah. i enjoyed i mean uh and it's just so different i mean it's good to get something yeah. completely different and give kind of a palate cleanser in the mcu so. yeah that's yeah. one of the things i like about it so much so all right uh that wraps up our coverage of the first season of she hulk so we are going to do some things that we might be looking forward to what do you got because i'm kind of low this week <laughs> i got two because and what we find out in january is usually when the theaters bring like crazy movies and yes. they're delivering this month we're getting two what's that one of them is a movie <laughs> I saw this trending on Twitter last week, starring Gerard Butler, just called Plane. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> they yeah. were like, wait till you see the title of this one. It's, it's an action movie plane. just called Plane. Yeah. It's about a plane crashing that there some bad people get released on the plane. But it's just called Plane. Yeah, and if you watch the trailer, there's a lot, like, a lot of it doesn't take place on a plane, apparently, but no, they're calling it Plane, yeah. No, it, it's on the island, but it's called Plane. It yeah. looks insane. I will be watching it at some point. So I was like, okay. And then the other one, it's at the end of January. And when I saw the trailer for this, I think we've already brought this up, but I got to talk about it again. Cocaine Bears coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. You're correct about that. 
Cocaine Bear is a real movie. It's a real movie. Margot Martindale, one of our best actresses this country has to offer, is the yeah. star of Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Yeah, that, you're correct about that. And then I there's think also, it's Ray Liotta's last film. It's Ray Liotta's last film. Off. Yeah, that's what's going to kind of push it. It's probably going to push his box office up a little bit more just because of the fact that it is his last film. Carrie uh, Russell's in this Matthew Reese. <laughs> oh, God. If we're talking about weird movies with bears. Uh, there, at some point this year, uh, Winnie Pooh, Blood and Honey is yes, supposed to be coming yes. out as well. So. <laughs> January, cocaine bear and plane. Yeah, it, it should be those should be interesting ones to check out, yeah. at least. So, uh, for me, recommendations, I don't have a whole lot. Uh, I am kind of looking forward to a show that we're thinking about covering here on Peacock. Uh, it is called Oh, now I forgot the name of it. Uh, Poker Face. Poker Face. Thank you. It's by Ryan Johnson. We both keep fe- forgetting <laughs> Poker Face. Yes, we can't remember the name of it. Uh, but Poker Face is coming out on Peacock at the end of the month. Uh, that's it looks really good. It's got the lady Natasha. Natasha Hinch? No, Natasha Leone. Leone, thank you. Natasha Leone. You're talking about the lady from Species, Natasha Hintrich. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So it's only Natasha I can remember. So um, totally different. Yeah, totally different. But uh, that one looks, it looks like it's going to be really good. It looks like it's going to be kind of a serialized uh, murder mystery kind of thing. So it should be a fun one. So that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Uh, Something else I'm looking forward to. I've got a Steam Deck for Christmas and I can't wait to play a whole bunch of games on it that I have to play on my computer that I can now just kind of take wherever I want. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, But other than that, that's about all I got. Anything else you got? Well, uh, we've been both watching Tulsa King, and it's very good. Yes, and we may be we're going to be covering that in a couple of weeks. So yeah. make sure you watch that. Yeah, watch it and go ahead and watch. Uh, if you're keeping up with stuff as well, make sure you're up to date on the first two seasons of Slow Horses because we'll yeah we're going to cover those in a couple of weeks. So we're going to do we're going to do one, next week on the show. We'll have Three Pines. We'll be covering it definitely. It is wrapped up its season about a week ago on Amazon yeah. Prime. Uh, we'll be covering it. A really good show. I enjoyed it thoroughly. And we're also going to cover either Tulsa King or Slow Horses next week. Uh, Tulsa King ends on Sunday, so I don't know if I'll have time to watch it before we record. But if we do, we're going to try to cover it, and then we'll go back and hit Slow Horses the next week. Uh, But we're going to be covering them both, so make sure you watch both of them. All right, anything else you want to add? Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I would echo those same sentiments, and as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.